to Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Klegel. Have you been searching for that something within you? The one thing that is designed to bring abundance into your life? Are you not finding it yet? By partnering with God, you are sure to discover the key to living a happier and more fulfilling life. Now, here is Nikki Klegel. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Nikki Klegel with Fulfill Your Legacy. I and you are watching Living Within Sweet Spot, and I am so happy that you are here with us. I am an author, a coach, and a speaker, and I'm also the founder of Fulfill Your Legacy, where I deeply, I help people partner their life with God. I help them define their God-given life purpose and tap into the Trinity and all that that offers. I like to help them reach their goals higher than they ever dreamed possible. With man, this is impossible, but with Jesus, this is possible. And this in God, this is possible. This is Matthew, a verse out of Matthew that we love and that we know. But the show today is going to help us step into that a little further. And I'm bringing in guest Lisa Mosier. I'm so excited to have her with us. Um, She is a beautiful woman. And it's more than her hair and her makeup and her skin. It goes deep. And we know this now. And we want her to help share it with the world. Um, She has lots of tips on this, but she wrote a book called Misconception. She was Miss Ohio, and she has um, used that platform to teach and inspire women and men, I guess, mostly women, to just step into all they're being called to be and to not be thrown off by some of the misconceptions that they have, five in particular. So I'm so excited. After the break, we'll get more into that. As normal, we're going to do this process of looking at what our problem is, what the word tells us to do about the problem, what the gift is if we follow what the word says, and then, of course, what our blessing is as we do it. We have free will. um, So what our choice is, we have free will. And so what will that choice be? Let's go ahead and look a little deeper at um, 15, 10 minutes of this, and then we'll bring in Lisa. So if we look at what the problem is, let's think on that. Basically, what I'm talking about is where we have times where we really feel held back. And where we know there's more for us, we know we can feel more complete, all these things. I kind of break it down into three places so that I guess basically we can get it done in these 10 minutes. The first one being, you know, we might feel uneasy really just about trying something and we don't feel qualified. And so it holds us back. Another might be that we feel resistant to grow and maybe it's out of fear or failing. Maybe it's from past failures. Maybe we feel that we're just sort of too tentative or shy to hope for something more. You know, these things sometimes lead to feeling unworthy. Maybe we feel like we're too old or whatever the case is, right? So what I want us to know is that we often hold ourselves back. It isn't uncommon. Many of us do this and sometimes at small ways and sometimes in great big ways, but Often it's a misconception that is the culprit of holding us back and stepping into the fullness that God has really called us to live in and live out um, and to serve others and to make a difference in this world. So do you have a hope or a dream? Do you have something that you want to do, but you just sort of feel stuck and you have no idea where to go? Do you sometimes struggle just feeling worthy enough or deserving enough to hope for whatever this is? 
do you sometimes feel afraid? Do you sometimes wonder if you're too old, too young, should be a man, should be a woman, if you're not the, in good health to do this, if you're smart, um, smart enough or strong enough? These are things. This is the problem because it's all not true. So let's go ahead and let's get into what the word says. So the word tells us that basically all the, I, I've got three verses that are going to tell us that all that is a misconception, but First, I just want to sum it up in knowing that you are called by God and you have a life purpose that is set out for you. You are equipped and you are going to have a helper. You are equipped and you are able to do this. There's three verses that I really want you to know about. One is, first, you're going to feel unworthy sometimes. But Ephesians 1.11 tells us that in him, we have obtained an inheritance and having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. So you are, when you feel unequipped, you need to remember that God has a plan for you and he wants it to see it carried out. He is going to equip you. He wants to see all this happen for you. You have an inheritance. So it's going to succeed and there's going to be an inheritance. And of course, we know um, living in the glory of God up above is our major inheritance. But we have an in- many things that we were gifted. My book, Awaken the Living Legacy, talks about the legacy that Jesus left behind for us. A legacy is something you inherit. It's something that goes from generation to generation that you leave for the next. There are so many gifts waiting to help us on this life purpose. Something else about this verse that I really want you to know about is it keeps saying according to the will, according to the will, according to the will. And so we need to to constantly be thinking, what is that will of God? What is it that God's calling us to do? And make that be our purpose and direction um, when we're looking at this, whether we're, we're old enough, smart enough, young enough, able, whatever the deal. Next one is when we do feel, so that was unworthy. Now let's look at when we feel ill-equipped. I love Ephesians 3.20. Basically, this verse says, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think according to the power at work within us. I mean, we like that verse, Matthew, you know, saying that with man, it is impossible. With God, all things are possible. This is what we need to focus on that anything that you want to do. I really just want to inspire you that you can do it no matter what, if it what the things that we want to keep in mind and keep close to our heart, mind, and soul is, are they going to be in line with God? Do they serve God well? You know, if, if you want to be able to carry something out that you feel not equipped for and you want God's help for, we have to remember God's not going to help us do something wrong and bad. So when you choose, when you're looking at what your will is, when you're looking at what your call is, when you're trying to accomplish a task, really be focusing on, is this something in alignment with God? Is this something God would be pleased about? When we're talking life purpose, he designed you up above. Remember when I said he handcrafted you or he He predestined you? So he made gifts and talents in you that are going to help you be able to fulfill this legacy, fulfill this um, purpose, to fulfill whatever it is you hope to do. And you have to remember that first, you know, is this thing, in, is, is it in accordance with him? 
Is it something that he would want? And then if it is, you get his power. That's what this verse says. I'm going to read it again. You literally get his power and his help. I'm going to listen. I'm going to read it again. Now to him who is able to do far abundantly than all that we ask according to the power within the spirit. So in God, I mean, his power is going to be helping us along. That's why we don't need to simply rest. We can do it on our own. We can keep that that going where we use everything we've got and we push ourselves harder and it just never seems to be enough and we feel ill-equipped. Or we can do everything we've got because God wants us to work as, as hard as we can, but we can do it for the glory of God and we can do it in accordance with God. And then we get his help and his power on top of it. And we have to remember to stop and say blessings. We have to remember then as we start to succeed, we don't take all the glory for ourselves. We take the glory for ourselves when we just do it ourselves. But if we're calling on God to come with us and help us and we're seeing him right beside us opening doors, Lisa and I just got done talking with Facebook world. And by the way, go to live Facebook and watch the stream live if you want. That's at Nikki Klegel, Fulfill Your Legacy. But Lisa and I were just talking about how God is constantly opening doors for us and giving us connections and um, putting us in places that he knows can take us and our work and our plan to the next level. But do we see it? And then when, when when we do see it happen, do we give God thanks? Because that's when he sees then, okay, you're using my blessings wisely. You know they're for me. And he blesses us and it grows. And then we do it all again and it grows and we do it all again and it grows. So then the very last verse that I really want to talk about is for people that just sort of feel like maybe it's not meant for me. It's for other people. And, you know, and this sort of feels like I'm not worthy enough, but you can have a very good self-esteem, but it's sort of like you're confusing the learn how to be content in any and all situations. That's a little different. Being content in any and all situations is not holding yourself back from dreaming big. That's from being content in today no matter what, but you always, God wants us to, God says you have hope for a future. That's in Jeremiah 29, 11. We all love this, right? But he wants us to know there's such a great future out there waiting for us. Let's look at, listen to this verse. So 2 Timothy 3, 15, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God-breathed and profitable for teaching and reproof and correcting and training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete and equipped for every good work. And so when we sometimes feel like it isn't really for me, I'm not able to do that. It's somebody else. It's not my time. I'm fine where I'm at. You know what? God wants you to be able to do this. And he's given you all the tools you need to be able to do this. He, this, this specifically is talking about the written word. It's all been written out for us. It's been written in our heart. There's so many verses that tell us that um, we will know it when it's true. Uh, it's funny to me how people who, me included, people who have maybe been away from the word or maybe just never really got into it deep, and then they start to hear the written word and they like recognize it. They're like, I know that. 
And, and this verse is so cool. And there's so many others that say, you know me. When you know me, you will know my words. And we start to get clarity and things resonate with us. And that's God teaching us through the written word. And so we need to just lean on all of these different things. I'm going to repeat them. So we either feel, we often feel uneasy, we resist growth, we shy away. And when we feel uneasy, um, we can remember that Ephesians 3, 2 tells us that according to the the power of God and the will he's called us on, it's there for us. He's waiting for us. And we can remember that we've obtained an inheritance. Something I like to point out about inheritance is that we have to be considered of the family, right? To get an inheritance. Typically, that's the way it goes through, through generations. And so how do we receive this? It's true. We need to know that we are of God. We need to know that we are his and he is his ours. The first part of my book is I am his and he is mine. And as we step into all that God is for us, it starts to, um, all these things start to come in alignment with us. I like in Romans 8, I'm doing a study with some people on my legacy leader page, it's private page, can't get to it, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about this lesson in Romans. It, It makes me so happy to talk about the Holy Spirit and what a gift we've been given here in this world. You know, we in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit wasn't there around for everyone. And as Jesus um, was leaving, he said to the disciples, you know, I, I, I'm going to, and through God, leave you, you're going to get the Holy Spirit to walk around here. You know, we we are in such a place of blessing um, that we have the Holy Spirit, but do we tap into the Holy Spirit? And so when we're talking about getting this inheritance, we have to remember that we have free will here. And we get to choose if we're going to live by the world. This is kind of the whole lesson of Romans 8, 9, and 10, but are we going to live in the world and by the flesh and the law of the world, or are we going to live under the law of the spirit? And are we going to live in accordance with that? And as we start to do that, oh my gosh, the enlightenment and the gifts that we get. So let's move to that. So we've already looked at the problem. We've looked at the word, but what are the gifts? Honestly, we know this. When we live with the spirit, we get all the fruits of the labor, peace, joy, love, all these. They're so great. Self-control, all these are so wonderful. In terms of carrying out our will, I love to think about how we get insight. We, we get insight as who we should partner with and who we shouldn't partner with. We get red flags. We get nudges. As we're... Um, building relationships and we feel called to strengthen our families or our homes, we get indications and and insight as to, nope, let that fight die. That's not your battle. And just encouragements and nudgements all the way through. We get power. We get the ability from God and, and it's through love. We get power through love to be able to handle things graciously. And we get so much more energy, focus, peace, We feel equipped. We learn this. And last, I want us to remember we do have a choice. Now, today, I see we only have a minute left. I don't know where this time always goes, but today I have two downloads that I want you guys to be able to take advantage of. You can head to my Facebook page, Nikki Clagle, Fulfill Your Legacy, and get them there. One is a link 
from um, a webinar and a blog that has a webinar in it. And so that is a doctor in the house episode. It's on January 7, 2018. If you go to my podcast, doctor in the house, January 7, 2018. Another one is setting goals that are God partnered, really getting in alignment with God. And that December 25, 2017 under my blog, December 25, 2017 in my blog. And that's God goals, a free gift. It's a five day coaching package that's free. All right, come back after the break. We're going to have Misconception um, book with us. We're going to have Lisa Mosier telling us all about these five steps to overcome misconceptions and achieve your own crowning moments. Um, call in and I'll see you in a few minutes or a few seconds on Living Within the Sweet Spot. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com We give all we have to our work, pushing ourselves to be a success. We go the extra mile for our children, giving them every shot at life. We run from one activity to the next, rarely enjoying a meal together. And it's threatening our families, relationships, bodies, and our future. Author, coach, and speaker, Nikki Klegel, developed a proven process for navigating through this life with joy, success, and energy by partnering with God every step of the way. Nikki offers guidance for life purpose, positive self-esteem, successful goal setting, success after setbacks, gaining forgiveness, freedom, and accepting abundance are attainable. This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiKlegel.com. That's NikkiKlegel.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories, resulting in transformed lives. You'll learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and a replay Fridays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Klegel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to Nikki at NikkiKlegel.com. Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot. 
Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Living Within the Sweet Spot. I am so happy you are here with me and Lisa Mosier on Living Within the Sweet Spot. All right. So, yeah, we have brought in Lisa Mosier. I know she's going to be great for you guys. She has written the book, A Misconception, Five Steps to Overcome Our Misconceptions and Achieve Our Crowning Moments. So I think the best way for us to start is for you to share your story. This, this is why the book will start to make sense. Those of you who are on Facebook, go to um, Nikki Klegel, Fulfill Your Legacy, if you're listening on Voice America. But on Facebook, you can see her book, and I'm going to have you grab it and hold it up when you get going. Wonderful. But before you start, I want people to know that this is my friend, and this is my sister in Christ, yes. and this is a colleague. We're co we're not co-authors. Maybe someday we're authors <laughs> out of the same publisher. Um, you never know. Yes, you but, never know. That's right. <laughs> but anyway, I just want you guys all to um, listen to what she has to say because I know her heart behind it, and I know God does great work when somebody's heart is really behind yeah. a good purpose. Um, that's going to change the world. So let's go ahead and get started. Share your story. Oh, thank you, Nikki. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for letting me, having me on. I'm so excited to be able to talk to your, your listeners because this is such a, um, it's a story and a message from my heart. And I truly, truly, it is what I'm meant to do. And my story um, quickly started back, you know, I always talk about um, how you said even earlier, when we're young and we dream, and I remember um, being a little girl, and for some reason, I don't remember what happened last week, Nikki, but I can remember being a little girl sitting in front of the TV watching beauty pageants. And I would watch and be like, oh my gosh, it was like watching a princess movie, you know, back in the day. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, those women, they're just, they weren't even like anybody I knew. They were just like princesses or fairy tale people. Who does that? And I never had a thought of I wanted to do that or anything because I knew I couldn't. It was just, a, you know, just the dream of a little girl. And then, you know, the journey took me through never believing I could ever do something like that to somebody speaking into my life by just saying, you could do that. You should do that. And so I, I was in a little local pageant when I was 18 years old and I competed, didn't know what the heck I was doing. And, but it was just because people were like, oh, you're cute. I was really tall. And, you know, when I was younger, I used to be a model. So I thought I could do it. And so I did, and I didn't do well at all. But it was <laughs> because of the belief. And then the belief came back in. See, I knew. I knew I could never do something like that. It's exactly what I told myself. And then a few years later, you know, it's a long story, but somebody spoke into my life again. And I aligned myself with someone who could help me. And then I went and competed in Miss Ohio with a hundred and some women that I had been doing this for years. I had never done anything like it. And I won. And so I got to compete on the Miss USA stage. And, and again, I didn't, from that point on, I didn't win Miss USA, but old thoughts got back in my head again. But the one thing that I held on to is I knew that this crown and sash was for something bigger. And at the age of 24, I didn't know what it was, but I knew and then I just kind of shut the door. And then years later, I met my husband and he was a type one diabetic. And I had this passion to help and to educate. And then I learned about a Mrs. Ohio pageant. Didn't even know there was such a thing. But I thought this was my vehicle. I could share my message about diabetes. I knew I could. I'd written a children's book. So I competed and won. And then I went on and competed and won 
the world title of Mrs. International. And so here I was, but at the same time, Nikki, I knew that it was for a bigger purpose. Because mm -hmm. see, back when I was on the Miss USA stage, I looked like this 24-year-old girl who was beautiful, had it all together, tall, fit. Nikki, I had such low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. What people don't know is I had an eating disorder. I was on antidepressants. Um, I didn't feel like I belonged there. And so what, what I love to try to tell people is that things aren't always what they seem, number one, mm -hmm. especially in the social media age mm -hmm. and the way our kids are being brought up. But more importantly, everybody deals with these things. And until we embrace what it is and really try to overcome whatever those misconceptions are in our lives, we're going to be stuck. We're going to continue to be stuck. And so, you know, here I am in my 50s, Nikki, talking about this that I never thought I would be talking about when I did pageants because it was so behind me. But it was God saying, no, use this message, use this platform for a greater good and go out there and share my message that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Who are you in him? Who, what does he say about you? Not what the world says about you. And so that's just my heart and my goal. Yeah. Okay. So I knew sharing your story would pretty much lay it out there. So, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So you can see everyone why I like Lisa. Um, but let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the passion behind your work. There's these five parts to your yes. book. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about these and what they all mean, because I know they're going to help inspire us. Absolutely. We'll see. I talk about the five misconceptions that I have found in my life and also other women that I talk to. And I've worked with women for years on different aspects of health and wellness or, you know, goal setting and things. And it's, it's a very underlying, I, I found these five misconceptions. And the first one I talk about is if the misconception is performance and perfection equals love and worth. And I think I know I grew up for a, with a love of performing, and that's God-given. That, that's just, I have no idea where it came from, but that's just who I am. I love performing. And throughout my book, I talk about how I had these opportunities to really discover that love. But I grew up with that. But as I got older, I started putting the, when I would do something, I would receive something, if that makes sense. So I thought I was receiving this love. Things that, um, and then I have a story about like with my, my biological father, um, you know, I, I, I saw him every other weekend. We weren't really, really close, but when I would do something like this, he was always there. So I started connecting the dots of when I did something great, people liked me. <laughs> and as a, a so-called pretty girl growing up, I had a lot of mean girl syndrome. So there were a lot of people who didn't like me. And so for me, it was like, well, if I go show them that I'm worthy of something, then I'm worthy of that love. And so I think so many people deal with that. And you're mm -hmm. never going to, you're never, ever going to find worth in what other people think of you. Mm -hmm. And so that's a one misconception. Another misconception I talk about is if I looked a certain way, I'd be happy. So many people are always on this struggle of, you know, trying to be better, trying to look better. If I was taller, if I was wasn't so tall, if I was thin, if I, you know, had, I was brunette and not a blonde or whatever those misconceptions that you have about your life, you know, and what I tell people is that one is where I share, I was considered one of the 50 most beautiful women in the world one year. And that meant nothing to me. 
I still had such low self-esteem. I still stood on that stage and felt like an imposter because I, you know what I mean? So here I was getting the outward from everybody else telling me I was so fabulous and beautiful, but I didn't even believe it in myself. So, you know, body image, things like that. I, my, the thing that I stick with is Proverbs 23, 7, change it. You know, a man thinks in a heart is who is he? You have to change those thoughts. You have to change thoughts about who you are. And, you know, you change your thoughts, you change your world. And that's really, really important. So, and what I do have is on my website, I do share that chapter in my book. Um, it's the section two, and it's about my journey through the Miss USA pageant and not believing in myself and my struggles with body image and how I overcame them. And so I love to share that because I think that's a huge topic that people really do fear. Yeah, I'm going to want you, I'm going to break in just a sec because I want you to finish each of your steps, but I want you to say your website real quick so people can head there if they want. Yeah. yeah. And it is posted on the Facebook feed as well, but go ahead and speak it for the people listening. Yeah. My website is Lisa Mosier, L-I-S-A-M-O-S-E-R.com. And right there on the front homepage, you can get a free chapter of my book that actually talks about the number two misconception about if you think you looked a certain way, you'd be happy. And um, it's, a, it's a powerful message about, like I said, my journey of being up there and still feeling worthless. So, yes, very good. And Lisa, just FYI, I also am posting a link for your assessment. I oh, opened thank it you, up. Nikki. Yep. And so people, if you want to take a, an assessment, could you share real quick a little bit about what that assessment is? Yeah, that's what it's. Um, that's funny because that's in like the next couple, the oh, uh, section four. No, it's fine. But yeah. in, in the fourth misconception that I do talk about is sometimes we all feel it's too late. Um, You know, a lot of us women are going through empty nest syndrome or our kids and we've put so much, I have four children and there was a time when I was just all in, you know, and then one of my children, um, my youngest daughter was diagnosed with type one diabetes when she was eight. And so I also became a caregiver. And so when you are all in, you kind of sometimes lose sight of who you are. And then when we're older and we're looking back, and then we think all oh, with the best times of our lives. Oh, but I can't do anything now. And that is such a misconception because mm-hmm. here I am. I wrote a book and I'm 54. I just turned 54 yesterday. And Yay. I'm just so proud of that. You know, it's like, no, it's not. And you can still, like what you talked about, Nikki, you can still live those dreams. And so my, my um, thing is just to, my um, assessment is just to kind of help you if you're struggling finding that. Because a lot of women do struggle finding that after a while. They forget what it's like to dream when they were young. They forget what that's like. And so this just kind of helps trigger that a little bit to kind of help them discover that. Because I think so many people get, everybody will say, well, what's your why? You know, what are you going to, what do you want to do? Why do you want to do what you want to do? And a lot of people are like, I don't even know what my what is. I don't even know what it is I want to do. And so this is just to kind of help with that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Keep going. We haven't got time yet. Okay. So misconception number three is all about fear. And fear are stories that we tell ourselves, right? So I always say fear kind of puts those detour signs up in our lives, journey. And our mind is controlling the fear. And so we have to really, like I said, get into God's word. And, you know, I always tell people, if you can't beat fear, do it scared. Because that's the best way. If you know that you're in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing, it's scary. Even coming on here today with you, sometimes it's like, I don't even know why I'm a little nervous. You know, I do this stuff all the time, but it was because I knew I was going to be speaking to people who really do want to hear God's word. (laughs) And sometimes I get in my own head that I'm not spiritual enough or I'm not this enough. Do you know what I mean, Nikki? And so it's like, 
Yeah. And I just, it's like, I had to do it scared. It was like, just go. It's okay. Yeah. What I love about that is um, I, I talk a lot about this is you guys, when she said, do it scared. I love that because we, it's okay to fear, but oh, who yeah. are you fearing? Who yes. are you fearing is where the clarity is. Is is it fearing in Satan who's going to lie and trick and push you down and pull you away from God and tell you you can't do it? Or right. are you fearing the truth, which is that God is right behind you. Mm-hmm. He can equip you. He, he's going to put you in places that are going to make you uncomfortable. Right. And he's going to give you all the power you need to make it happen. And that is scary. Right. Well, a lot of times what <laughs> you're saying, like with, the, with, with Satan, he makes us, it's not, it's not only fearing Satan, but we fear people. Through, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? He makes us think that we're not going to be good enough. And what are mm-hmm. people going to think? You know, and mm-hmm. I, I always held on to my, I didn't like to talk about having, being Miss Ohio and Mrs. Ohio and Mrs. International because I didn't want people not to like me because mm-hmm. of it. And mm-hmm. our mutual mentor, Carrie Oberbrenner, he, he's always introducing me that. And I'm like, why are we doing, why does he keep, and then it was all of a sudden it hit me. It's because I have to step into it. I have mm-hmm. to quit worrying about what people think because I did that and let them know that I'm using this for good. And yeah. that now it is my platform. So it's yeah. just funny. We can't fear yes. what people think. We got to just go. No. Yeah. You got to yeah. move. Yeah. 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 I mean, you think of the verse, you were, you were wonderfully and fearfully made. Right. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Awesome. Okay. Yes. Number four. Well, number four, we talked about with the, with okay. the misconception, it's too late. And yep. then number five is, is one of my, everybody always thinks that being healthy means eating salads. And I always <laughs> say that that is so not true because- I always talk about how like the World Health Organization defines health as a complete physical, mental, and social well-being, and it's not just what you eat. And so I have been teaching this for years since I've been had diabetes in my home. I've had to learn so much about it. And so it's really about your whole, you know, everything about you. You know, how are you spiritually? How are you physically? How are you mentally? Being healthy does not just mean hey, you're going to eat salads and exercise six days a week. It's not about that. It's about getting healthy. And so I've always taught that for years um, through my work with the American Diabetes Association. I was a national spokesperson for several years and I would travel and speak. And I always would say, you know what? It's not about a certain diet because all diets work for some people. It's about finding something that's going to work for you. It's about aligning yourself with those people. It's about setting your sights on what it is that you want and being healthy as a whole about what's good for your body and not just about, you know, eating salads. And so that is kind of the last section because it is all about being healthy. Because even to accomplish any of the four misconceptions before, you've got to get healthy mentally, spiritually, and physically, you know, so that you're strong. And that's got to be, you can't be going around all depressed trying to accomplish your goals, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this. Okay, so it looks like we have a little time. Uh, I'm going to, I want to go back and just kind of talk about a few yeah. different things. Yeah. I'm sure you talk a bit under the healthy part about, you know, your body is a temple. You've touched on that. Like you have to be able to be strong and healthy. Yes. But I always, I always want to challenge us to think, on what's the purpose and that is it like you said to go out and serve to go out and do your will or is it just to look good for everyone else right is it to look good in your bikini or is it a body that's strong because that might not look like it wants to be in a bikini 
Honestly, (laughs) well, that's so true, Nikki, because one of the chapters, I can't remember which one it was. I started about in the, in the eighties, I always worked on Mm -hmm. being skinny. That was the, that was the buzzword. You know, you wanted to be skinny and now I work on being healthy. And so there is a huge difference and you are right Mm -hmm. because I can hear, I'm here to tell you. I, I look back at pictures when I was 24 years old standing on the Miss USA stage in a bathing suit. And I think, what the heck did not, I not like about myself. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? I'm 24. I look good. And what was I thinking? But I had no self-esteem. So that's, you're exactly right. Because if you're doing it just because you think you're going to get to a certain size or a certain way, trust me, you're, it's, you're, it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. This has been the biggest misconception of my life. And I mm-hmm. share that. And I share that openly that when you have something that is you truly is the enemy fights you on this the whole way because he knows that that's how he can get to you yeah and I've had to fight Nikki mm-hmm. I've had to fight it for mm-hmm. years to overcome yeah, yeah. that that body image and yeah. I can gracefully and humbly say that at the age of 54 I feel better about myself now that uh-huh. I can put a bathing suit on and all my 54 year old this with four kids and I feel so much better and I feel so strong because yeah. of my mindset around do I look right. better than I did when I was 24 I don't know probably not yeah. but I feel better yeah do you know I'm yeah, yeah, healthy totally. I'm not exercising twice a day and eating salads and nothing else and not feeding my body what it needs mm-hmm. I'm actually eating and feeding my body good healthy things so that I feel strong and that's yeah, the yeah. message that I'd like to get out yeah, very good. Okay. And then I loved how you talked about um, the getting to the word and getting good stuff and the kind of the power of mind and your thinking. And I know there's such a wave of mindfulness and positive thinking. Yes, and, yes, yes. And, and it's so wonderful because there's so much truth to it. We know it by yes. CAT scans and neuroplasticity. We know it's true. But I say beware. Yes. Because it also can almost flip us to the other side where we start to get all us. Yes. We start to realize that we have the power and we think that we can do it all on our own. And, oh, we can. We can do so much on our own, especially when we get our mind in the right place. But is that what you want? Is that yes. what you want to do everything all by yourself, all on your own as best you can? Or do you want the power of God with that. And so when you're doing your mindfulness and your positive thinking, make everything like Lisa said, get to the word, include the truth and the light and the written word into it. Because of that, if you meditate on that too, man alive, your thinking is going to take you to a whole nother place. That's right, Nikki. That's so true. That's what I always say. Sometimes I have grabbed a hold of one scripture and because yeah. I, you know, that it's like, you know, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. And that is whenever I, yes. And it's like, whenever I'm feeling that way, that's what I just speak out, just like out into the world. It's like, yes, because I need to hear that. Because let me tell you something. I have a closet full of self-help, positive thinking books. Yeah. Tons of them. But yeah, where do I, how did I get where I am right now? Because I knew our it was God's book. message. Yes, it was absolutely. Our favorite book. We have yes. one self-help book for everyone translated in about every language you can <laughs> think right. of. That's right. 
that yes. works through the end of time. And it's been on the number one bestseller list for years. Yes. And we all know what it is. Yes. All right. Okay. So we are down to less than a minute, but I want everyone to come back after the break because we are going to be bringing Lisa back in. She's going to stay with us and help us answer some questions. We'll take call-ins. The numbers are listed. Um, they're going to play on the, the commercial break and they're also listed on my Facebook page. But I also want you to know how to get to Lisa. So her her website, Lisa Moser, L-I-S-A-M-O-S-E-R.com. <laughs> and myself, my website, N-I-C-C-I-E-K-L-I-E-G-L. Head to both of our websites. Please like our Facebook pages, Instagram. Um, get to our free resources. Um, both of us are giving free resources. We just simply want to help you and Absolutely. get you on this um path to change the world and get yourself as whole as possible through Christ. Yes. All right. We will see you guys after the break on Living Within the Sweet Spot. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com We give all we have to our work, pushing ourselves to be a success. We go the extra mile for our children, giving them every shot at life. We run from one activity to the next, rarely enjoying a meal together. And it's threatening our families, relationships, bodies, and our future. Author, coach, and speaker, Nikki Klegel, developed a proven process for navigating through this life with joy, success, and energy by partnering with God every step of the way. Nikki offers guidance for life purpose, positive self-esteem, successful goal setting, success after setbacks, gaining forgiveness, freedom, and accepting abundance are attainable. This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiKlegel.com. That's NikkiKlegel.com. If you're ready for big changes in less than one month's time, you're ready to tune in for Radical Change Now with Dr. Mary Oz. It's where healing meets the law of attraction in an engaging package. You'll hear from guests and callers as they share their stories, offer solutions to life's challenges, and much more. With Dr. Mary's approach, even a child could effectively learn and apply the concepts discussed on each week's show. Listen live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Klegel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to Nikki at NikkiKlegel.com. Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot. Yes, hello everyone. This is Nikki with Living Within the Sweet Spot, and I am so happy you are here with us. Even Lisa Moser has decided to stay here with us and help us with these questions. We are in the question and answer part of the show, and so let's just jump right in. Are you ready, Lisa? I'm ready. 
Let's do okay. it. So the first question is from Jade, and she says, I wondered if you could help me to actually believe that I am enough. I don't understand why I don't feel more at peace. I compare myself all the time, and I hate that. All my friends are marrying, and I still haven't found the right person. I, if I admit the truth, I am overweight and not happy about it. Many of my friends are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and seem to be fine with it and accept their size. But I know I should lose 20 pounds. I am happy in my life. Don't get me wrong. But it just seems like I'm walking around here and there, and I'm not truly happy. I really want more. And I feel like I'm missing out. So I think, wow. one, I just want to compliment her for her transparency. Yes. Because I kind of think a lot of the world is feeling this way. Especially yes. those... 20, 30-year-olds out there. And so I thank you, Jade, for having enough guts to turn in your question. But you've heard this word. I'm going to say it for the old people, and I, and I don't want any <laughs> Latin backlash. But there's a term called FOMO. <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's fear of missing out. And, you know, it just, my heart just kind of feels like, you know, that's where we're at sometimes. You know, we're seeing on social media uh -huh. um, you know, everybody's getting married, everybody's, you know, in this great job or whatever. And, and lots of that is a misconception, right, yes. Lisa? Yes, yes, so much. But that is based off comparing. And I noticed in the very first part of your question, you said, I compare myself all the time and I hate it. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you a little blessing about yourself that you hate it because because your body is all of us. So Jade, all of us are, are always going to be, while we're living here on this earth, fighting between good and evil. We're always mm -hmm. going to be having both pulling at us. And that you hate that, comparing is not good. And that you hate it is really good. Because your body knows it's not right. But how do you stop doing it? That's the question, right? Mm -hmm. So um, we'll get into that in a second. Um, then the next thing I want to kind of talk about is that there's a song. So since you're this young age, and I, I just think this might resonate with you. So if you haven't already, go find Lauren Dangle's song, You Say. Yes. It's a perfect song for you, I think, because it's going to tell you all these misconceptions about ourselves, yourself, that you're not, you know, finding your mate yet, you're not worthy, you're not whatever, and it's going to tell you what God says about you. Um, there is a blog that I wrote, um, I'm hoping I have time, but I want to give Lisa some time too, but I, I, I will tell you what God says about you. I have about 50 different Bible verses that tell you, wouldn't read them all, what God says about you. So the truth is, you know, you are, um, you are not missing out. God is mm. preparing the perfect mate for you and getting you ready for that person. You are not um, getting um, lost in the shuffle. You are a princess and you are gods and just hang in there. Keep your eyes on not comparing others. Keep your eyes on the truth from the written word and you'll start to feel filled up with that and you won't need the world to be making you feel full and comfortable and everything. And there's one verse I'm going to share with you. And so um, Romans 8.26 and this is my appeal for you to get out of the world, out of what comparing and get into what God's got for you. But um, 826, but if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. 
Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what we should pray for or, or what is what we ought, but the Spirit himself makes us, uh, let's see, I'm sorry, but the Spirit himself makes intercessions for us. And so as we groan and, and these groans are uttered, he hears He who searches the hearts knows the mind of the spirit because he makes intercessions for the saints all according to his will. So God has a partner perfectly set for you and you're miserable right now, maybe groaning out for this to happen. The spirit hears you stay with the spirit because the spirit is going to intercede for you. The spirit will find that right person, but get your thoughts and your hopes and your perseverance set on God and the Holy spirit and be asking them to share with you and show you and connect you and open doors for you and all these things and get your mind off of Why am I not? How come it hasn't happened to me? Look at her and just get yourself faith infused. This blog, if we have time, I'm going to go ahead and share a few truths about what you really are and how awesome you really are. Um, And Lisa, I want you, because I know that this rings true. You've got daughters who are coming up on this age. So tell me when you hear um, Jade's feelings you know what's going through your mind well you know what jade it's funny because you know we i've had this conversation um all the time with young people uh and i think it's because we just get like you said right now we're in such a social media world where we can see everybody everybody else's wonderful things that are happening and it's funny because my daughter just said all of her friends are from college they are all getting married you know and so she's like it's just me now, and you know, and that's like, you know what, and you can say, and I told her, I can tell you the, all the time over and over, I can say, you know what, God has that right person for you. And he will come when you least expect it. But you've got <laughs> to just, you know, and that's what I always tell. And I would say to you, Jade, you know, just focus, focus your energy, like Nikki said, on the word and, and you have to learn right now, because it sounds like you, you like you said, you just need to build that confidence in who you are. So maybe God knows that you're not ready yet to love someone with all your heart, mind, and soul that you need to as in a spouse and, you know, that, that significant other. Maybe we, he's working on you loving yourself first. Yeah, and so if that's you are, great. If you're uncomfortable, like you're saying, I don't know, you know, you're saying all my friends are overweight. I know I want to lose weight. Well, maybe it's, is it because you want to lose weight thinking that's going to get you a guy or are you saying Mm -hmm. you want to lose weight because you just feel sluggish and unhealthy and you want to do something for yourself? Maybe you need to, you know, start focusing on whatever it is that you're feeling that can help you feel more confident. And you never know, maybe at the gyms where you'll meet your husband, you know, you just (laughs) never know what God has, but start working on you. Mm-hmm. Start working on building your confidence and feeling good about who you are. Because, dear Jade, unless you love yourself, it's going to be real hard for you to love another person and then to have, you know what I mean? So, so, mm-hmm. so learn to love yourself and do that by really searching your heart and what, what do you think it's going to be to help you feel better and pray about it and, and ask God to show you maybe what direction he wants you to take to really start feeling like, man, I feel empowered. I feel empowered. I feel good about myself, no matter what it is. 
So that's what Mm -hmm. I would say if you were my daughter, Jade. Yeah, yeah. I love that, Jade. She had such great, great advice for you. And I love how passionate you are when you speak. You can tell this is where your heart is. Okay, I'm going to quick name some things, Jade. This is what God has named you. This is a blog that I did last week. You can go to my blog to look at it. But um, he named you a new creation when you came into the power with um, with the Holy Spirit and you you gave yourself to Christ, you became a new creation and you no longer have the baggage from your past. You get to live free and, and for tomorrow. You are in a royal priesthood. You are a princess of God. You are royal. Um, you are heirs because you are son uh, and daughter of Christ. You are heirs to all this glory. You are bold. Um, Ephesians 3.12 in whom we have boldness to access with confidence and go forward but in faith we don't go forward in the things of this world we go forward in our faith and it makes us bold and confident you are chosen um, Colossians 3 12 you are blessed Ephesians 1 3 you are transformed the quote based off my company in my book Romans 12 2 do not be conformed by the world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind this is what Lisa and I are telling you get to the word get to the truth don't listen to the world get to the word right um you are raised up raised up by ephesians um 2 6 you are filled you don't feel empty anymore you are filled you are a conqueror you are able to accomplish anything with god you are redeemed forgiven righteous you are a child of god you are blameless and holy you are rooted up you are justified and predestined you are an ambassador you are a temple of the holy spirit you are children of light you are child of light you are fearfully and wonderfully made citizens of the saints you are free in Christ you are sisters and brothers you are my sister Jade and you are Lisa's sister there's so much awesomeness about all this but we're gonna um, put you in our prayers we want you to reach out to both of us Jade will help you and we are gonna move on to the next one can I say something can I say one thing Nikki to Jade you know when I wrote my book and I and I put the crown on the cover yeah. This crown was not about me. No. The crown is about what you said. We are all princesses. Yeah. We all are to the king. Yeah. So we need to go out and get our own crown, our yeah. own crowning moments. Have those crowning moments where you are just walking in what God has for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, whatever that is, Jade, and just own it and go find mm-hmm. your crown. Yeah. Because you yep. are the princess. Yeah. And lift it up when you feel yes. washed over you. Don't own it for yourself then. That's right. And lift it back up and say, thank you, God. Thank you. That's Jesus. right. That's right. All right. Okay. So Peter, Peter says that I wish I could be more for my family. They are not all, uh, they are not at all unhappy, but they deserve more. I work hard, but my job doesn't pay much. I would like to give my children more opportunities, my wife more rest. How do I, what, what do I pray for and how do I go forward? Um, most of the time I pray for me to work harder, to get a promotion, to be seen. Um, and so basically, I think this is so sweet. Um, yes, I yes. do think to go in prayer, of course. But be in prayer for God to put you where he wants you. If you, you can work and you can force all kinds of things. And if it's not in the right place, 
It just doesn't flourish. Also, be careful of what you think more is. Yes. Is more, is what you're shooting for more worldly more, like nice cars, um, you know, like your wife. I don't know, but I I have personally with my husband moving around from town. Sometimes we had near no money because we were stuck with two houses in different places and no job, one in one income instead of two. I mean, we've just had it where we've been tight on money and really flourishing with money. And our quality of life never changed. That's right. Sometimes our kids look back and they're like, wasn't it great when we lived here? And we're like, oh my gosh, we could barely <laughs> afford a hamburger. I had to rent movies instead of pay, take them to the theater. You know, anyway, Lisa, we have one minute. Do you have anything to offer him? For? Yeah. I, the thing that kept coming to my mind, Nikki, was, you know, be praying what your kids need and what your wife need is you. They need time with you. And believe me, my husband's in corporate America. And sometimes the higher up they go, the less you see them. And like you said, money, we've talked about money is not everything. What Mm -hmm. your kids need is you. They need you to be present. They need you to be home. They need you to know. They need to know that you're there for them. And so that's what I would say. You know, that's just what goes to, to my heart is just, you know, really, like you said, Nikki, be praying about the right things because what your family needs is you. Yeah. Okay. That is a great way to end. We're down to 30 seconds. I want you guys all to um, to be thinking in your mind, what misconceptions do you have about yourself that you need to get leave behind? Yes. Give them to Jesus, um, wipe them away and start fresh and new. Get yourself infused into goodness and light and truth and get on your journey. Ask for God's will. Um, pray that you go to the will of God and not the things that you want um, and this world tells you. That's right. Relift all this up in Jesus's name. We yes. will see you next week on living within the sweet spot. And Lisa, thank you so thank much. Thank you, for being Nikki. With us. Thank you so much. I enjoyed my time with you guys. Thank all right. You. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning into living within the sweet spot. Please join your host, Nikki Klegel next Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern time on the voice America empowerment channel. Until our next program, invite abundance into your life and live a happier, fuller, and more successful life than ever before.